Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. He's Garrett Price. How's it going? It's going good. We're here talking Dynasty Fantasy Football. The NFL season is officially over. Um, so we are moving on to no football for a while, but we have a lot of good stuff coming up here. We do. So we have NFL free, NFL free agents. Well, the combine combine first. When is the combine? Two weeks. I think so. Okay. Two weeks. And the then invites just, just I went out. I just saw the invite list come yeah. up. That's why I was, I couldn't remember when it was actually happening. And then right at the combine is when we start our rookie breakdown. So we're only a couple of week that weeks away from our rookie breakdowns. We'll cover that for couple months for a minute uh and then we have nfl free agency so we'll do an nfl free agency show there's some guys i like out there i think some good value some young guys uh and then yeah then when rookies are all said and done with nfl draft then we get to talk a little bit about that and then we have the summertime oh. which is like the the break time in dynasty fantasy football it's true summertime living's easy Yes, sir. Easy peasy. So it's fun. We got a lot of work to do. As we know, Dynasty Fantasy Football never sleeps. So here we are. We got 365 days to talk about it. There's always an active calendar. There's always things to do. MFL rolled over today. Ah. I rolled over all my MFL leagues I was commissioner of. That was fun. I was trying to do research for the show, and it was like, the the site is temporarily down. I was like, cool, I'll just go somewhere else. I saw that this morning. I was like, I want to go send some trades out, and every time I go bring it back up, I was like, oh, site is down. I'm like, what is going on around here? They were doing the maintenance. They were switching over. Oh, but I love the rollover. Now now instead of it says 24 first, it says pick 1-6. There you go. I only have like two picks in all my NFL leagues. It's pretty rough. (laughs) I only have like two MFL leagues. So. I'll have 25. <laughs> I'm half, I'm 50-50 right now Ooh, in leagues, which okay. is crazy. I mean, I counted up yesterday because we're doing this new league, the 10-year anniversary league, which, again, if you want this league, nobody tweet at me this one answer that I'm looking for that gives you guarantee in the league. I'm just looking for the first player that we gave a nickname to, the very first show, but it ran a while. It was a running back. So we were doing to get in the league. I feel like I even know, and I wasn't here for it. Yeah, so we were doing, I said, if you want to get in the league with us, a lot of people tweet me, like, I was like, tweet at me, like, some show uh, sayings or jokes that we've had over the last 10 years, and I got a lot of good ones. One was really good in depth. He's already in the league, like, guaranteed. And, but I was like, I was like, if one person says this name, they're guaranteed in the league. Nobody said it yet, so. Interesting. Yeah, if you tweet at that, you'll get in the league. Or if you you want to be in the league, tweet why you think you should be in the league. Maybe you've only been listening for two years but you feel like you deserve to be in the league. Tweet at me. We'll see if we get you in. It's going to be a super flex. Good luck. Now league. you're about to have a flood. Yeah. I know. Everybody's going to send it now. I deserve it. Well, nobody sent it last week. So we see. I got a lot of I got a lot of answers. All great. Made me feel really good. But, you know, this is uh, not that one guy I was looking for. So. All right. And there'll be no hints. Yeah. It's going to be my 25th Dynasty League that I'm in. It's a lot. I think I have the Dynasty GM. Hey, Dynasty nerds, it's time to take your Dynasty game to the next level with FFPC's Dynasty Startup Leagues. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, FFPC has a league for you with entry fees ranging from $100 up to $5,000. Choose from a variety of formats, including Superflex, 
best ball for super flex, tri flex, one QB, and standard. With weekly lineups, waivers, trades, head to head matchups, and playoffs, FFPC's fully managed leagues provide the ultimate dynasty experience. Most importantly, the leagues are here to stay. FFPC has never had a dynasty league fold. They manage the entire commissioner experience from buy in management to fulfilling your orphans. FFPC is perfect place to expand your dynasty league portfolio. And here's the best part. As Dynasty Nerds listener, you can get $25 off any entry fee as a new member when you use the promo code NERDS. Head over to myffpc.com now to draft your team, manage your roster, and dominate your league with FFPC. That's myffpc.com. Promo code NERDS for $25 off any entry fee for new members. FFPC, where Dynasty Dreams become a reality. All right, so my first... Tear down is gonna be <laughs> refuse to say off brand. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm, I'm gonna call mine my bargain basement. <laughs> Minor focus <laughs> is the guy I'm giving up. I'd be willing to give up for this kind of package. Okay. Is AJ Brown? Okay. Um, now we all know I, I want to shoot high here. AJ Brown's a stud. AJ Brown's an absolute stud. Wide receiver four overall. His 18.1.1 points per game were six best. Uh, turns 27 in June, so he still got. Couple more years of prime production there. Absolutely, 157 targets, 105 receptions, 1,447 yards, and seven touchdowns. So, love AJ Brown. Um, think he's that tier two receiver, which totally happened with. Maybe tier three depends how you want to tier him up. You know, if you put Justin Jefferson by himself, which was I would do, and then see Lamb, Amon, and Jamar, I'd have AJ Brown in that next tier sure. of receivers. Um, but in almost close to that tier is the player I'm thinking of here is Michael Pittman Jr. Okay. For Indianapolis Colts, who ended up being wide receiver 13, which from four to 13, I think it's a big difference. But on a points per game basis, you're talking, you know, less than two points, almost two points. So 18.1 to 16.2. So okay. Michael Pittman still above that threshold of 16, like right around 16 points is like usually like a wide receiver one, right? So like he's giving you wide, wide receiver one production nonetheless. He also turns 27 this year as well. The same age. You know, where AJ Brown had 157 targets, Michael Pittman had 150. AJ Brown had 105 receptions, Michael Pittman 104. The yards and the touchdowns were where the difference was. He had 300 more yards in Michael Pittman and three more touchdowns for him. But Michael Pittman Jr., I mean, he's the focal point of that Colts offense. You know, he led the team in receptions. He had 109, which was fifth best in the entire league. Let him in receiving yards, let him in uh, touchdown receptions. So, for me, this is a player that is not only productive, the the guy going to be the go-to guy for Anthony Richardson when he comes back because do they do they sign a guy in free agency? Do they draft a guy? Most likely, they probably draft another guy to, sure. to pair up with Michael Pittman. But Michael Pittman's a free agent this year. So either he's getting franchise tagged or he's getting a long deal because there's no way they let this guy walk. There's they, just absolutely no way. They have the fourth most cap space. So I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to let him go. So... This is a player that has had four different quarterbacks in all four years of his career about to get a big time deal and get locked in for their team. So for somebody to be funnel targets, you know, he's the guy outside of like AJ Brown who, you know, he's got Dallas Goddard. He's got Devontae Smith to mix with. I wouldn't mind tearing down to Michael Pittman jr. And then my plus being, and I looked into this, like you can probably get Michael Pittman jr and Tajay Spears and probably a pick, maybe a second, but maybe even just, maybe it's just a third, but Michael Pittman Spears, and let's call it a second. Let's aim high here. 
for A.J. Brown. You probably get James Cook a second and Michael Pittman for A.J. Brown. You probably get Michael Pittman Jr., um, David Montgomery, Joe Mixon, players in that tier. If you're in super flex leagues, you could take a gamble on Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Russ Wilson. I wouldn't want that turd. <laughs> but uh, like those are quarterbacks you probably get with Michael Pittman for AJ Brown to really like really take your team to. I mean, that, I mean that's a huge thing for a superflex to be able to get any any sort of quarterback and stay within a a realm. You know what I mean? We're not in the same ballpark. It's a it's a couple points less per game, but you're within that wide receiver one realm still. Yeah, which and is, they, which they, is they'll add a guy like Rogers, Kirk Cousins. Baker Mayfield or possibly even Daniel Jones. Right. If you still believe he's a starter, that's a move I'd make after the NFL draft, of course. But these are teams, these are the moves that can take your team to that next level, right? Like sometimes it's easy to get hung up on having that super superstar team player on your team, but you're not winning titles, right? Like you're barely squeaking in the playoffs, you're missing the playoffs. Or but when you when you find yourself getting to the playoffs, you're getting rolled because you're so focused and it's easy to do this in dynasty. It's like, this is, we talked about this so many times in the show, Garrett, where like you have this best player and like, Oh, I need to build around this team. But in reality, sometimes that's a player you got to get rid of yep. to like turn the corner. Like you need to figure out a way to get those total points up. And these are the kind of moves that I vision that we're going to talk about here throughout the entire show that I'd be willing to make to make my team better. Now, if you have AJ Brown to stud, you're not making a move like this. Mm-hmm. These are for teams that are like, close that can't get past that first round can't get the title game or not playing winning. really deep leagues you know some yeah. of you guys play where you're starting seven spots and a kicker and a defense and that's it well there you don't really need to tear down you need superstars but most of us are playing in leagues where we're Minimum starting 10. nine ten eleven guys yeah. it can be tough to be able to field a good starting lineup especially come by weeks and injuries and all that kind of stuff and so that's where this can really make a difference. And and I'm with you on this one. Even though I am a big A.J. Brown guy, I remember Matt and I, were we were talking about him when he came out. We were excited about him. You know, we were also excited about, uh, you know, Hakeem Butler, and that didn't work out. But that being said. Hakeem. How dare you. <laughs> what a tight end that guy made. Uh, but. So, so I'm a big AJ Brown guy, but it is, it's a guy that, and, and even the numbers I'm looking at are even slightly better in, in Pittman's favor. I only have it about 1.4 point difference, uh, this past year, 17 points per game for AJ Brown and 15.6. So, so you go through week eight, I went through week 17 and then go to eight. Oh, okay. I always use the full season because the players don't care that we're not doing it anymore. So yeah, so but I, I yeah, that could be the difference there. They both but. had a rough game that last game too. I think I think Pittman only scored like 7 points. AJ Brown didn't really do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah he only had 7. AJ Brown had negative point one. Yeah, that but, was the game that he got injured, I think. Yeah. 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 So same thing a lot of times they pull players so sure. for me when I'm looking at like real stats, I want to look weeks 1 through 17 sure. cuz they could be playing a defense that just didn't play at all. They could be there's yeah, so many it, it is tough to know, but but either way. But yeah, either way. The, the, the gap between them, I don't think is huge. And I do think the return that you're going to get because A.J. Brown's the name, yep. you know, he and for most of the season, he was right up there with Tyreek Hill. He didn't finish the season strong. But what most people are going to remember is, man, him and Tyreek Hill were battling it out all year when, in fact, C.D. Lamb ended up being the wide receiver one. But it's because neither well, one the of the top players overall in fantasy, which yep. was nuts. And it's and it's not like um to kind of further uh, expunge or expand on your point there, Indy is very, um, it's just a low-key type of place compared to mm-hmm. to the high-profile Philadelphia 
Philadelphia Eagles, which are everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you just don't hear that much about Michael Pittman uh, Jr. And Correct. it's not because he's a bad player. It's just because kind of that offense kind of, you know, they, they lost their superstar quarterback early and they kind of just faded into the background. And I think that's a great point too, because some people might be saying, well, yeah, he finished as wide receiver 13 on the season, which is great, but they're going to be switching quarterbacks. It's basically Gardner Minshew all year. Don't worry about that. Michael Pittman did just fine with, with Anthony Richardson in those three first three games there where they were together, 23.7, 13.6, 16.7. So he was just fine with Anthony Richardson. In fact, on a points per game basis, he was slightly better with Anthony Richardson there. So you don't have anything to worry about. True, true, true. I'm glad I have your guys supporting this. That's right. We're all in this together. All right. So my bargain basement alternative. <laughs> tearing down here, tearing down. Uh, off-brand player who we got <laughs> i'm searching through the bin i'm trying to find my bargains I'm crying you're crying I'm crying uh, so the guy that you know obviously the the great a guy or 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 the guy that you know the name brand the yeah. name brand guy yeah uh, that's uh, like the, the, the or something <laughs> that i'm going with here is, is puka nakua um, obviously name. burst yeah burst on in the scene been going nuts all year. He finished last, he finished this past well, his rookie season as wide receiver four, um, averaging 17.6 uh, points per game. Only 22 years old. He, he's right now, he's going ADP-wise right after the first round, right around 15. Um, so he's, he's going really, really early. Um, you know, last year he had 160 targets, 105 receptions, 1,486 yards, and, and six targets. Um, six touchdowns and he played all 17 games, which, you know, some of those he was a little dinged up for, but sure, but he fought, through, but he was which, out there. Yeah. He fought through, which is great. And, and the bargain that I'm finding out there, the guy that I'm scrounging around the bin for yeah, is Nico Collins. Um, you know, this is another guy who, who's relatively young, only 24 years old, finished last year, uh, wide receiver 12. So he was right there on the cusp of the wide receiver one, wide receiver two, uh, numbers what gets me is, you know, he missed a couple of games and he was still able to maintain that. So, you know, on, on top of everything else, um, he was still able to do, even though he missed a couple of games. And, and when you look and you dig into the points per game, there is it's 17.6 for Puka, all his notoriety, all this craziness. It's 17.4 for Nico Collins. It is 0.2 points difference. And, and, Obviously, you know, when you look at Puka, everyone loves that he got 160 targets. That's great. Nico Collins did it on 109. He had 109, 80, 80 receptions, 1,297 yards, and eight touchdowns. So he had a couple more touchdowns, um, you know, in in two less games. And the fact that he is tied to a, a quarterback who's coming off a rookie of the year campaign and he's going to be with him for a long time is another, I think, added bonus for me. Um and it's only a tear down, so it's like which, which Pukanuku is clearly. I mean, obviously he's he's a tear up, he's a tear up, but he's also attached to a, a, a much older quarterback, and who knows what that situation is going to look like for Puka in a couple of years. Um, so you know, obviously the the one downside is the fact that Nico Collins is going into the last year of his deal, mm-hmm. and we're not a hundred percent sure whether or not he's going to resign or not. This is the time when they can resign him after three years. They're allowed to like kind of start uh, negotiating these these contracts, and they're they have the fifth most cap space in the league. They have like around sixty five million dollars. This is the time 
in when you have these young quarterbacks that you sign these type of players, right? And and it's not like Nico Collins went berserk. He had around thirteen hundred yards. So I don't think you're going to be up in that twenty five million dollar a year. Like eighteen million probably gets it done. Right. I think you're. I think you. So you're still getting. I think a little bit of a discount on a guy Nico Collins who has room to grow. And, and you're locking him up before the, the you know the quarterback payments balloon out. He was like a third round pick, right? He was, yeah. So this will be a nice little up, you know, uptick for him. And when you when you look in the trade calculator, that's where it starts getting bonkers, right? So I, I looked into the uh, you know Puka Nakua first, and in in Superflex, there's a Superflex trade that Puka went straight up for AJ Brown, which I mean, so that's right expensive. there, so right there, you're you're setting the bar. You're at Two, that's that's two, two name brand players right next to each other. You're at two plus first round picks, right? I mean, can, can we both agree that you know AJ Brown is uh, is above the two first round or right yes, around? I would, I would, yeah, I would definitely yeah. rather have him over Puka. Yeah. So, so and and other ones that I'm digging into Puka and a 24 third for two 24 uh, 21 firsts and Hunter. I mean Hunter Ren- Renfro was just a throw in, but sure. he, was, he was in the deal. So I'm gonna one of those to, picks is probably high. Yeah, exactly. So, but already off the bat. He's already above two first round draft picks. You probably get Nico in a first then. And and yeah, so when I went to Nico, it was it was Nico for a twenty one first and like Israel a Banacanda. Like so <laughs> so I mean like that's the difference in value. You're Forgot basically about that guy. You're basically getting you're Not you're basically bad. getting Nico for a first when Puka is two firsts and these guys are Point two points difference on a points per game basis, and, and really, I and mean, Nico's it, younger, and, and no, lo- Nico's Nico's twenty four. Oh, I Puka's went back 20. to AJ Brown. Yeah. Never mind. But you also he, have that long term, like like Puka's long term, like commitment to quarterback and coach. You don't know, right? And his, the fair as of today, we don't know about Nico, but we probably feel pretty good about. I him feel pretty good just just knowing the situation, and that will clear itself up in the next. I would I would say in this off season, they'll probably work out a deal if they're going to do it. So I mean I would I would think now might be the time to do that because if he gets locked up long term his value might go up a little bit and you might have to pay a little bit more for him. Yeah, once you get that locked into Stroud for like yeah. it's a five year deal with sixty million guaranteed, eighteen million dollars a year or something like that. All of a average. sudden it's a first and something else. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah, I don't hate that either. Actually, um, with Nico, I know Tank Dell's gonna come in. He's gonna he's gonna produce at a high level. But those are their two receivers. We gotta see if Dalton Schultz comes back. If they draft a receiver, uh, a tight end, what they do throughout the draft, they could probably do a lot of other things. Saying receiver, yeah. I think they're pretty good there at receiver. And well, Will Anderson's pretty stout too. True but statement. That, that, that defense, I could probably start building that defense up for that de- head coach Jamico Ryan's, who is a defensive coordinator. So I, I like that trade as well. Yeah. No, we're three for three on it. I'm I'm a big Nico guy. Uh, my lack of love for Puka has been well documented on this show. Uh, I do think he's a product of the system more than 160 uh, targets. It's a lot. It's a lot. Jeez. We've seen it out of a lot of so fine targets. receivers, yeah. good receivers that put up elite numbers because of the the system. Uh, so uh, it, it's it's always hard to know how much is them, how much is the rest of the system around them. But for that, and that, and that's got a price tag where like again. When there's a lot of like, okay, what Matt said, like, oh, 160 targets, a rookie, no long-term like certainty here. Like those are the players that, and then you drafted them in the third round of your rookie draft, fourth round of your rookie draft. Those are players I love to get out from under. Like right. just because just play like more safe where some people will sit here and be like, oh, but I got him for so cheap, but he's also like way more fragile than like, if you can get an AJ Brown, like, yeah. like even if you don't want to go Nico Collins, if you want to tear up, here like you want to watch me uh give an emotional speech and you want to get tear up a little bit 
you know, to go get AJ Brown. Now he did it straight up, but like that's the kind of move where like, hey, I'll give you AJ Brown, Puka, my second. Yeah, yeah, like two seconds for AJ Brown. Well, or, apparently you can do it straight up. According, according <laughs> you know, to the GM. That's crazy. If I can get in the Amon Ross St. Brown talks with Puka, they open, sure. that's the kind of player that opens the gate for those kind of players. Like, right. hell, if I give you Puka in my first for Amon Ross St. Brown. And, okay. I, and I was give only, it to me. I was only skimming off the top, like uh, of the G uh, of the uh, of the trade finder. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go into the season and all that. Sure. Crazy things can happen sure. right, right there. Then the season when people were trying to win championships. So I did after all that stuff was over. I only did like uh, past Janu- few weeks. Yeah. January type okay. of stuff. And I'll say, how are you as my doorman? If you're skimming off the top, <laughs> been there, done that. All right. Well, my name brand player is, <laughs> so I just teared up. He's going to be about to tear down. That's right. My name brand player here. Give me them Folklies first. Yeah, no, I'll no, put them no, on. Give me the Oakleys first. I guess. Yeah, you got it. This is the Oakley. Give me the, we're not to the Folkleys yet. Yes. Turn down here. Let's see. How far uh, this is going to see. This is going to be the one where I could see somebody just taking a snippet of this and and being like, Garrett is such an idiot. But it's Patrick Mahomes. You are He's such so stupid, an idiot. Dude. Such an idiot. Right. <laughs> yes. My Oakleys guy. How, how dare you? Is Patrick Mahomes. My Folkleys guy. Yeah. I mean, if it's Patrick Mahomes, we should go auto insurance, right? <laughs> Fair. All right. So Fair. State Farm. State what Farm. Kind of are we getting State Farm versus Mahomes and, and, and my auto. The general. I, I feel like no matter what he says, when you say Mahomes, like it's going to be the general. The like, general. Well, and that's the hard part. Anytime you say Patrick Mahomes, any other player just seems like, no, you shouldn't do that. Well, that's just like so for me, because everybody tells me I'm an idiot, like Justin Herbert plus. Sure. sure. But I want to hear. I want to hear your guys. I feel like this is. And then let me hear my rationale. You got to hear the rationale, though. No, I don't. No, you do. You have to listen. <laughs> no, first, I at, react, and then you call me down. <laughs> okay. All right. Stack Prescott. Unbelievable. Uh, I knew it was the general. <laughs> Where's Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> Unbelievable. I would never make that trade. No, you shouldn't. You should not make that trade straight up. I should not. I'm tearing down literally. <laughs> Rich right. is reacting just like the people you thought. That, that's the thing. Yeah. And that's why I'm currently tweeting Garrett's an idiot. This <laughs> could be such a valuable trade. So here's the thing. Over the past five years, three of those five years, Dak Prescott has actually outscored on a points per game basis, outscored Patrick Mahomes. The greatest quarterback. Three of the past five years. During that time, the difference in total points per game, because Patrick Mahomes, a couple of those seasons just balled out, had awesome seasons. Total, it's 1.4 points difference. Dak Prescott's averaging 21 points per game over the past, past five years, whereas uh, Patrick Mahomes, 22.4. So 1.4 point difference over the past five years. That alone, I don't think people would believe you if you had told them there was only, not even a one and a half point difference between the two of those. Yeah, that's the, the last five, five years. Yeah, this year, he was better. I know, but going forward, <laughs> going forward, he has not as good of passing weapons, and his best one is getting older and worse. Who? Travis Kelsey. Oh, did you see Rasheed Rice. <laughs> hey guys, let me tell you about our friends at Sleeper. Guess what? Our app is the mini is live Woo. on Sleeper right now. The Dynasty so GM. Pretty. You use the analyzer. That you can use. Nice. The, uh, the the trade calculator. And my favorite thing is the inbox, right? Where all your trades from all your sleeper leagues are right there. You can actually push 
trades through the actual sleeper at. And right now we could be more excited to be partners with them. And right now, if you don't know, they are doing DFS. And I know how many people that play dynasty play DFS as well. And right now there's not a better place to play DFS than sleeper. They're offering up to a hundred times their, your entry, the highest payout in the whole DFS market right now. You can track your fantasy players and your sleeper picks in real time. All you gotta do is choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame live in game, or even across different sports, pick more or less than predicted stats. And only on sleeper, you can get up to a hundred times your payout. You can share with your friends and get rewarded together. Make sure you use that promo code nerd. So our friends know that friends sent them their way ooh, um, ooh. <laughs> and get your deposit match and have Friendly. a good time. You know, have all your DFS, all of your fantasy leagues, and now even a dynasty gem in one spot is fully operational inside Sleeper right now. And then when you're a NerdHerd member, you get that full access to that. And remember, you also want to download the Dynasty Nerds app because they're both in there. Check it out. Check our friend Sleeper. Check out the DFS. Use that promo code NERDS. Get your whole estate. (laughs) (laughs) All that to be said, the other thing that I think is really interesting here is to be fair, everyone's getting older. Everyone is always getting older. Sorry, go ahead. I was older than I'm older now than when we started this conversation. <laughs> that is not inaccurate. I feel like the perceived age gap between these two guys is two years way bigger than it actually is. So I always I've been thinking of of Dak Prescott in the same range as Kirk Cousins and no, he's only those 30. guys. That's right. There's only a two year difference between these guys. That's a long so, time. It's not. It's not a long time. <laughs> 24 months. <laughs> uh, there's only two years difference between these guys. And if I told you today that a trade that I probably wouldn't even do would actually make your team better because I think you can get even more. It's 104 weeks, by the way. Oof, that's, that's some quick math. <laughs> that's a even on time. leap years? Like, I feel like the football season's only eight months away, or what is it? It's like six months away, right? Something like that. Who knows? It just ended yesterday, Sunday. It just did. It feels yeah. like for all of that. Oh, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be back. Preseason will be back in August. Yep. So if you were right now able to just do, and like I said, I would want more than this if I had Patrick Mahomes. I probably will too. If you were to just do Dak Prescott and DJ Moore, would that be enough for Patrick Mahomes? No. No, it wouldn't be enough, would it? However, you would actually be a slight improvement on your team just from that alone. If you take the average top four. Uh, so I, I did the average of the top four receivers. So wide receiver fours, wide receiver threes, wide receiver twos, wide receiver ones. Didn't do everybody else. Top 48 receivers in football last year. The average guy, because you're going to start three receivers in one flex typically, right? So your average starting receiver is they're going to average about 14 points per game. DJ Moore average 16.9, yeah. 2.9 more points per game. The difference between Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes historically, 1.4. So just getting those two players will already actually make your team better than it was before. And that's if and, you, that's if you're averaging all the way across the board. But if you're really replacing a third guy with with DJ Moore, you're probably getting you're probably gaining more. You're probably gaining yeah. even more than that. Absolutely. And like I said, I wouldn't even do that deal. I would want more and I can almost guarantee you will get more, but that alone is probably worth it. Just when you look at the total value of your team. So if you can go out there and get DJ Moore and Nico Collins, add them to your team with Dak Prescott, you will be much better long-term for it. So 
name brand player, Patrick Mahomes, the off brand guy, the Focalies, Dak Prescott. Dear Twitter, <laughs> Garrett is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should really just send this out. People won't even know what it <laughs> to is. see what they. I'm doing it. Hold on. Dear Twitter, dear, <laughs> comma, Twitter. I think that's not how you do it. No, oh. no, the comma goes after Twitter. It's but I love that Twitter you're calling me an inner idiot with a grammatical. Well, I know I'm an idiot. No, I'm just glad I have somebody <laughs> to hang out with. Dear Twitter, at <laughs> dear price. comma Twitter, at <laughs> dear at Dynasty uh, Garrett. What was it? Wait, what was it? Dar- Garrett five six seven eight seven four. It was thirty three. It, it was underscore thirty three. Dear Twitter, Dynasty Price is an idiot. <laughs> Send. That's so mean. It's so uncalled for. But um, yeah, I I just I would. What need, did Garrett do? Oh my gosh! But how can you argue with the math of it? Listen, math is absolute, right? But we're not doing math. We're playing dynasty fans football. And it's math. It's <laughs> basically spreadsheets <laughs> fancied up. His re- Mahomes receiving core is gonna get better. Is it? He's the greatest. He's the greatest. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's getting worse. They're gonna take a quarterback wide receiver in the first. They're gonna round take a sure. quarterback that won't help. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. I agree with that. He he is so safe for the next seven years. Of being a high end quarterback, one just high absolutely end. top. We're like, guy. like Dak. Every I year. feel like Dak. We got like three more years of. We'll see is, what this extension is. They're about to sign him to one. Are they? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just and you're right. All the numbers are there. I ju- like. I would want Justin Herbert. Okay, plus. you could go after but Justin Herbert. That's fine. Here. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's just, just a player. Just the perceived value of a Dak Prescott is even lower. But the points are always, and, and that's the that's why you go after off-brand players. That's why you go after, because they're not as sexy. And Twitter's not going to like it. But at the down. end of the day, it's about the numbers. When you tear down a little bit. When you tear down and get the off-brand guy, then you... <laughs> digging that dumpster? It's, <laughs> and you dig in that dumpster. It's bargain hunting, guys. That's, <laughs> so that's the thing. Because honestly... You could get Patrick Mahomes, or you for Patrick Mahomes. I truly believe, and I'm looking at some trades here. So here, here's like one. He's shopping at Oakley. We're at TJ Maxx. Here's here's one right I here. I was gonna I was going to say this is kind of like Max for you, the minimum when you go to TJ Maxx and you find that name brand the shirt, same item. You and buy. you're just like, oh my god, this is only twelve exactly. It should have been forty. The TJ Maxx episode. I'm fine with that. Yep. I mean, the guy goes there. So, and like, oh man, it's twelve ninety nine. I just spent sixty nine ninety nine. Rich, <laughs> here's the perfect example because it involves your guy Justin Herbert. So this just shows you the value of Patrick Mahomes. Again, Patrick I really Mahomes, don't think you're idiot. This is very. This is just. Uh, it's a good argument. I'm just saying this all in jest, by the way. But go on, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Moster in a fourth. So really, Patrick Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. You get Justin Herbert, Jaden Reed, a first. Jake Ferguson and a third. Oh yeah. Herbert side all day. See, that's the thing. The value of the name of Patrick Mahomes, even though he's incredible is worth so much that you can get very good players just a little bit down that are not going to be as sexy in your lineup, but are going to score you close to, or like last year, Dak Prescott outscored Patrick Mahomes. And the point is, the, all the other fill-in pieces are going to boost your overall score because they're going to be better than what you have on your bench or as your fourth wide receiver in your flex or your third wide receiver in your flex. Yep. All of that. Exactly. Dude, love that deal. I would take Justin Herbert and probably a first if it was like top six. Yeah, obviously. and then you get Jake Ferguson and Jaden Reed thrown on top. Unless I'm in a league with you where I have Pat Mahomes, I need more. <laughs> 
I want more. The greatest downfall of doing a dynasty podcast. <laughs> Never make any drinks. The startup leagues with, with people that listen to the show are so tough. Because Tajay Spears always goes right before yes. I can take him. Snipe Cole Komet always goes right before I take him. Yep. The time. All of the time. And if people are like are calling out your draft picks, like yeah. is about to take this player, you're like, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's exactly right. So all right, well, I'm on a clock here next uh with my teardown. Which is gonna involve some of you just mentioned. Ooh. So I'm gonna I'm looking to get rid of DK Metcalf. Okay. And DK Metcalf, you know, turns 27 in December. He was wide receiver 19 this year, averaged 14.9 points per game, had 114 targets, 65 receptions for 1,104 yards. And I am targeting Jaden Reed Ooh. of the Green Bay Packers, uh, who finishes wide receiver 28 and averaged 13.5 points per game. So their points per game diff- isn't really too different there. I know Jaden Reed was wide receiver 28. DK Metcalf was wide receiver 19, but her points per game difference was just a little over a, a point per game where Jane Reed had 90 targets, 60 receptions, eight touchdowns, but he also had 11 rushes for 119 yards, average 10.8 yards per carry. This was a player that the Green Bay Packers were trying to get involved in the game. They want to get the mm-hmm. ball in his hands. It and is. what really took off about Jane Reed, and I've said this about Jane Reed on the show halfway through the season, I was like, Jaden Reed's probably going to be one of my top buys this offseason. He's one of the, he's just a player I loved what I've seen out of that second half of the year. Because when you look back at Jaden Reed uh, from weeks 10 through 17, so the second half of the year, he was wide receiver 10 overall. He averaged 17.7 points per game. And we remember the second half of the year where Jordan Love took a big step forward. And what we remember about that is like, a lot more other players were involved at that point. Like Romeo Doves was getting more involved in there. Dontavian Wicks was getting more involved. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones ha- had really stepped up there. But Reed was the number one oh, yeah. option in that offense. They were manufacturing touches for him. And DK Metcalf on their side, he's just somebody that he he's a real solid receiver, right? Like this is no diss to DK Metcalf at all. But he's somebody going back when you look back, he hasn't produced at a high level since 2020 when he, had, when he caught 83 balls for 1,300 yards, uh, three yards, he had those double digit touchdowns with 10 and he had that 17 fantasy points on average. But if you look over to since 2020, since then he's averaging 14, 13, 14 points per game. This year he averaged 14.9. So when I get four years straight of a player, essentially just about averaging 14 points per game, that tells me that's the median. That's more of the player than sure. You know, maybe I'll have another big year where he averages 17 points per game, but he's a wide receiver too. Well, and the odds of that seem to be diminishing a little bit with, I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba Jackson Smith out. and Jigba. He's going to take Tyler Lockett. Should be more involved, but at least has the skill set of a number one receiver. We don't know that he necessarily will be. And anytime that there's turmoil as far as like coaching change and all that stuff, like you just never know. There's more things up in the air. Yeah, and you bring in a defensive coach in there too. Well, maybe they'll run the ball more. They have two good running backs. It's tough so, to run it more than than Pete Carroll. Now, yeah, and the guy they brought in from they just they just officially made it official that uh, officially made it officially official? made it official <laughs> that they're they're hiring Ryan Grubb. That's what I was just looking up. Okay, they got the OC from Washington. Okay, so from a name value, you would think tearing down here would be like, oh, what's the big um, what's the big get? What, I, what I've done in my research is there's not really, from the, the public's perspective, there's not a huge drop-off in the tier here between Jaden Reed and DK Metcalf. Probably me pimping up Jaden Reed all year has probably really boosted his value in the industry. 
So I'll take full credit for that. Yeah, it has nothing to do with this skill at all. No, nope. no it's more of Rich Dotson. Just rich. talking about the rich effect. It, 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 my voice goes a long way. Yeah, annoys a lot of people. <laughs> so, but still, there's still DK Metcalf still holds that youth enough, and mm-hmm. not euthanasia, youth enough, and that value where you could probably get Jaden Reed. I would take Jaden Reed pretty close to straight up, me personally, for DK Metcalf, but. In most leagues, in a vacuum, you could probably get like a slight upgrade of like Jaden Reed and Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. Jaden Reed and Michael Mayer. Um, maybe in those, maybe a couple of those quarterbacks I mentioned before, like Baker Mayfield, Kirk, probably not Kirk Cousins, but like you know around, Daniel Jones around a second pick value. Is that what somewhere you're around there? You know, you somewhere. could probably get another teammate like Luke Musgrave, maybe a Quentin Johnson, a Michael Mayer, somewhere along those terms. But like a player in that category that has so like I'd be chasing. You know, even though Quinn Johnson, I don't believe long term, like there's some upside there. But like, if I need running back help, like Aaron Jones might be able to help me for one year. A Luke Musgrave, who at tight end, I could offer some really good upside. A Michael Mayer um, or a quarterback. I'm willing to tear down the Jaden Reed and just get anything. I t- like, if it's a second round pick, I'll take the second round pick or equivalent value of a player worth a second round pick. But I really like what I saw. I like in uh, younger here. He's going to turn 24. He is a little bit older for a rookie, so he'll be turning 24 here in April. But still, you're gonna get you're gonna gain almost three and a half years of dynasty age value, and honestly, if you're talking upside, if he can continue where he left off the second half of the game, you're actually talking about uh, two to three points per game difference. So you're actually getting a better overall player here if the trend continues of where each player has produced um, Metcalf over the last four years and Jaden Reed over the second half of the season. Yeah, and, and I think the major point for me is, uh, you know, Seattle, there's a little bit of uncertainty just not knowing exactly what we're going to get out of the new offensive coordinator. We don't know exactly who's going to be the quarterback two years from now. I don't think, you know, that, that Michael decision. Penix. Yeah, that, that decision has yet to be made. So um, in Green Bay, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stability. You know, we, we know exactly who's going to be throwing him the ball. We know exactly who's going to be coaching him, all that stuff's. We know what to expect, and I think Jaden Reed is just going to grow and, and and become a better player in year two. Whereas in DK Metcalf, I think we we know what he is. You know what I mean? And and there's not much room for him to grow and become better than he already is. So I, I like the Jaden Reed pick. I think it's a great way to add value uh, is to pass on a guy like DK Metcalf who kind of has we know what he is limited upside for a guy that's untapped and, and, and kind of the sky's the limit for yeah, it. What's the point of having a keg if you're not going to tap it? Yeah, exactly. for, for what it's worth, uh, according to nerds, ADP, Jaden Reed right now is going off the board roughly at pick 66. Uh-huh. Whereas DK Metcalf is going off the board roughly at pick 54. So you're getting about a round of value and that's about right. What you were saying well, with the second, that's close. probably what it would take to move up around or down around. Yeah. And you might even get a hair more than that, but that's probably what it would be, be right around there. Nice. Okay, so my next bargain basement bin type of scenario oh, is before you real quick because in case you missed last week's show, you have ADP. ADP is I just want to remind everybody. ADP yes. is on DynastyNerds.com. We have we update it constantly now. We're running yes. mock drafts all the time. Currently, it's just in the ranking setting, so it's right. next to the player's name. Pretty soon, like very soon, you'll be able to sort directly to ADP of its own landing page. The good news is. You can't you can't sort it on there, but there isn't a, the ability to download it. So if you want to download and sort, like that's what I did right here. I downloaded it all and I sorted it myself. I can't read, so <laughs> you know I don't speak Spanish. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> you, but I want to remind the audience. No worries, ADP man. Is on all right, so so my um, 
my non-off-brand guy, um, <laughs> my non-bargain basement guy, my tear-up pricey guys, guys. Um, my real-ass Oakleys, is <laughs> <laughs> Sam Laporta. Ooh. Um, obviously, a huge name, another big, another big time on, rookie. I got to get back on Twitter. <laughs> Dear Twitter. <laughs> Matt's an idiot. <laughs> 23 years old. Dear comma Twitter. Just ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously fin- finishes why a uh, tight end number one on the season. Average 14.1 points per game. <laughs> are you are you telling me? Th- are you telling Twitter that I'm an idiot? Rich? No, I'm just like a lot of people replying to me telling Garrett's an idiot. <laughs> it's probably going to be the most like tweet of the year. Alexa put a uh, kill Kenny. Oh, good. For sponsor, so I love that all, Maglet. All right, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt it. All right, so I might have to bring you out here, though. 120 so. targets, 86 receptions, 889 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Whew, very good player. Um, v- com- very good. I watched very him play good. Coming off the board uh, in Superflex tight end premium uh, around um, 26, 27 maybe. Um, so, so right there after the turn uh, of the second round into the third round, but right there at the top um, and probably just likely to climb even higher. Um, but my bargain basement guy um, is, is going to be Trey McBride. So I don't think I'm that far off. I think Trey McBride also gained a lot of steam, but when you just look at the numbers, um, I'm deleted <laughs> tight end seven Can on the year, <laughs> average 10.7 points per game. So there's a, a quite, quite a big difference between 14 points and 10.7 and really 10.7 kind of puts you in a murky area when you're a tight end with a lot of other guys, right? Uh, but when you dig into the numbers, obviously, uh, there's a little story behind that. Trey McBride didn't even start and become relevant until after week four. Um, so if you take week five till the end of the year, the numbers look a lot different and a lot better uh, for Trey McBride. So in that time, he had 99 targets, 75 yards, 763 or 75 receptions, 763 yards and three touchdowns in that same time period. Sam Laporta had 93 targets, 64 receptions, 647 yards, and nine touchdowns. So he he really outstripped him in everything except for touchdowns. Um, Trey McBride did uh, from weeks five till the end of the season. I went from week seven to week 18, and the difference was only 0.4 points per game, 14.5 to 14.1. So that, I mean, I just wanted to strictly go when he started. I mean, you could cherry pick and do whatever that you want from a lot of. That's how I do it. I know, but I wanted to at least say, hey, this I'm is, not an idiot. This is when Trey McBride <laughs> started being the guy yeah. until the end of the season and just go kind of, uh, you know, point from point for, be fair, from he, that point. Trey McBride only scored 1.5 points in week four. But I think he was a starter. No, no I, I I mean, I did week five till the end of the season. Oh, God. It was after, it was after week four. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, I lost my complete train of thought because Rich just wants to interrupt people, but the but the it's a spiritual gift. Yeah, I'm an idiot. no, it, it, the <laughs> this is a guy I couldn't find any good trades or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Both these guys, the trades that they were involved in were very convoluted. There was a lot of stuff on yeah. both sides. It just doesn't make for good show material. But if you look at the ADP, you know, I I, I said twenty six, you know, right around twenty seven for Laporta. Mm-hmm. It, it's 40, almost 41 right. for a guy like Trey McBride. So you really are able to maybe a little over a round of value. You get a, a round of value, which is around a second round draft pick. We already established I, no, maybe, maybe even more because of how high it is for high the rounds. It's probably a first round pick. Right. And, and 
so that's that alone is worth it. But just the player that you could pick if you were in a startup and you passed on a guy like Oplahorta, you could get a very decent player right there at the at the beginning of round three, and then come back at you know mid mid uh, you know round four or whatever, and, and get uh, get Trey McBride. I'm trying to well. think if I would do that. If I had Sam Laporta in tight end premium league, and somebody's like, "Hey, I'll give you Trey McBride and a first. I'm trying to think if I would say yes because like. My gut's like, oh, that's really good value. I would do that, yeah. but like, oh man, I'm getting up the number one guy. It, it was like, it was. I think uh, he had 13 points per game during that span versus you know what what Laporte had. So I guess it'd be like, oh, if somebody offered you like you're giving up about a point per game. That's about it. AJ Brown in a first for Justin Jefferson. It's probably like the comparison there. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, you know, Laporta did it a lot on touchdowns, nine touchdowns compared to three. So for for what it's worth, if if we were going to go with that example of, hey, you're in a startup, here, you know, the player that you could get instead. So I think this would be these guys have almost identical ADPs, same position. So I, I think this would be a, a useful exercise. Would you rather have Sam Laporta and Jonathan Taylor? So he's the one going at roughly around forty. Yeah. Or would you rather have Trey McBride? And Jameer Gibbs, J- Jameer G- Gibbs is going at roughly pick 25. Okay. So who would you rather have? That's a tough one. That is really tough. Probably Jonathan Taylor and Sam Laporta. Really? <laughs> but like, it's really I, I close. Could go, I could go either, I go way, either way, way one. It's I, really I could close. go either way also on that. And so that's going to be personal preference, right? Yeah. I, mean, I might lean the Gibbs. Is, is, there, is there like another wide receiver or something that would be going that? Yeah, high? we could you we could look at some wide receivers in that same Except range. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, um, that might that might flip the script there a little bit. So almost at that right exact same spot, twenty five point six seven. Tyreek Hill is right in that spot. But this is that's the hard part is yeah. uh, age wise. There's nobody else. The next one's twenty two or thirty. So there's nobody else in that good sure. range. Uh, so it's like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, so that was probably the best one. So if you wanted to stick with wide receiver, you could trade up a few spots and get Puka or trade down a couple spots and get Olave. Yeah. Um, I mean, but then, or but, you could pass on Puka and, <laughs> but, and get Nico. God, but but then in the forties water makes you feel like somebody just pooped in a pool and I kind of lean now towards the Gibbs side. Uh, but then in the forties, you got Michael Pittman, Jr. Devonte Smith. DJ Moore, those guys. Yeah, oh, those are pretty good guys. Yeah, so you can get some good guys. All right. I am the biggest DJ Moore fan of. I love him so much. He's pretty great. He's so great. I wish I had more shares of him. So, so maybe, just maybe, so so maybe like, that oh. maybe in this instance it would be, hey, if you if you're in that twenty seven range, maybe slide back in and see if you can get two guys in that forty range, right? Right. Two for the price of one. Yeah. Then you'd really be in the money. Micro machines. <laughs> Micro machines. I do I do tend to really like to build my teams. From rounds like three through six, seven, I love to have lots of picks. And like, I'll I'll trade out completely of the first two rounds. Oh, for sure. There's to build in that rounds, like you get like pick four three and four, seven, three through seven. Yeah, it's a money move. Like, hey, I'll give you my first round pick. You give me your third and fourth round pick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Love I have two that. thirds, two fourths. So you get some really good because players. Often those guys will jump into the first and second round value. But anyway. Who are your last two guys? Last two guys. So hit me out. I'm, here. I I made a huge splash in my first one. And I was like, I can't, I can't double splash. 
you know, once you've splashed everybody once, you're just the jerk at the pool that nobody wants to hang out with anymore. So I had to like dive in gently. Shamu used to time. do it all the time. That dude would just <laughs> splash and then come back out and splash. Do it come again. on, man. That's true. They did love <laughs> it. Everyone loves Shamu. That's true. Everyone loves a fat guy in the pool that does that too. It's the same, <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Uh, so I'm tearing down from Devonte Adams. Dang it. I said tearing down. Instead of <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> The name brand guy, the Oakleys. How feels forced. <laughs> it does. I know. Ugh, I'm sick of my stomach. I can't even finish the show. Uh, Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams is the name brand guy. Uh, currently going to be. He just turned 31, so he'll turn 32 in like December. So he'll be 31 for most of the year. I'll take whoever you're about to say. <laughs> well, it feels like that really sweet pair of Jordans that you got when they were new back in, the in 90s. 2012. <laughs> yeah. And you cut the grass in him. Uh, he's he's currently. Green top. <laughs> I just bought my son a pair of, he wanted Ugg slippers or slides, whatever the hell these kids call them. I'm like, all right. Yeah. My wife buys them. Who knows how much they cost? It got guaranteed they're cheap. I go, hey, you said your thing for a week. Kids out there playing basketball in them. Oh they're all gosh. tore up on the side. I'm like, what, what are you doing? What world do you live in? Oh, I was so mad. I'm like, do you not respect all the work no. that I do for this family? <laughs> no. no. Do you know how many bargain basement <laughs> name brand off brand tears that I'm I like, had to do for those? I'm like, look at me. I'm tearing down right now. I'm like, for nothing. You, I'm like, why don't you just, why don't I just give you a hundred dollar bill and you just rip it up, put it in your mouth and spit it on me. Basically. He's like, oh, like when you talk that, I'm like exactly <laughs> like that. All right, how to slap that boy? So, <laughs> Devonte Adams, Devonte Adams, roughly going off the board at pick seventy-eight. So, a little bit, he, he's, he's down there. Yeah, he's he's going down, but there's still a guy that I like just as much, maybe more, maybe more. Him more? <laughs> he's going later somehow. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, no way, really? No, I was saying no. Uh, Amari Cooper. No. Amari oh, Cooper is going yeah. off the board at pick 96. Ooh, so ooh. once again, we're getting, you know, one and a half to two rounds of value between these two guys. One, Devontae Adams being 31 does not excite me. I don't love that. Amari Cooper is about a year and a half younger than, than Devontae Adams is. Then you also have the situation with Oakland or Las Vegas, whichever one it is. It's uh, Vegas I caught myself as soon as I said it uh, <laughs> with Las Vegas, where I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Hey, no Connell, son. Maybe he played fine. fine. I'm, I'm whelmed. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is a free Jimmy Garoppolo is still there. They could draft somebody who, who knows what it's going to be. But either way, as much as I'm still not on the Deshaun Watson bandwagon, I would much rather have Deshaun Watson throwing the football to a guy that's a year and a half younger than I would whatever the Raiders are going to put out there throwing to a guy that's going to turn 32 during the season. So I would rather get the off-brand guy in Amari Cooper than I would in the name brand with Devontae Adams. So you'd like to go a tier down? Tier and a half. All right, that's fine. (laughs) That's almost like you killed one and a half people if you get a tattooed on you. (laughs) Luke Luke Getze, huh? That's who they went with? Yeah. For their offensive coordinator. Oof. Don't know much about him. Uh, he was the guy for Chicago. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know more. 
Yeah, that's that's not awe-inspiring if not. you're a Raiders fan. Ugh. Yeah, it's a little underwhelming. More like ah. Yeah, I would rather. Like, ah. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. Like, tier, like get like you probably get like Mari Cooper in a second, probably. Someone I would just rather take Mari Cooper. Honestly, I'm at the point where I might take him just straight up. I oh, really might. I, I didn't have a great feeling about Devontae Adams last year, mm-hmm. and that feeling's not going to get any better. He's just getting older, and yeah. that situation sucks there. So. Yeah, how many receivers come out at 32 and are like, good, balling? Jerry Rice. Larry Fitz. Well, Larry Fitz wasn't even 32. Keenan, is Keenan Allen 32 yet or not? He's about to be. He's about to break the mold. Yeah, he's he up in that mold. Raheem Moster. Listen, Devontae Adams is a fine player. And, he is. And Very good. He has been yeah. for a long time. He has been for a long, long time. So I don't want to make it sound like the dude's trash, um, but I just don't have a great – I don't like the way Las Vegas feels. He was wide receiver 10 on the year. Yeah, exactly. Pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah, he's he, very good. He's awesome, but at this point, with when you factor the age and all the circumstances, I I honestly might rather have Amari Cooper straight up, but if I can get the extra extra – you know, of a round and a half to two round difference. Yeah. If I was in a, if I was in a startup draft and they were both on the board, I'd probably take Adams. It would be close, but it's I mean they're neck and neck, right? So if you can get any kind of plus, yeah, hey, any plus on third top, round pick, like sure. If like I, okay, sure. here's a good way. Like if you have Adams, you're you're a contender. Yeah. So like, and you flip for a Mark Cooper, you're a contender. So I'm targeting like the old running backs, right? Like I get like. You know, and Aaron Jones, and if I had to throw in like a third, can I get Raheem Mostert on a long shot? You know, sure. Some along those lines. Um, any kind of another older player to kind of help me go with the, at this point, like who's to help me win? Who's going right. to add? Who's some good depth there? And it's it's one of those scenarios where I don't want to be left holding the bag. I, I don't want to be left holding the bag with, with Devontae Adams. I gain a year and a half with Amari Cooper. Then maybe I gain a year and a half next year and I gain it. Like just keep pushing that down the line and keep getting those Kind of what I do at Superflex with or in one QB with quarterbacks often, awesome. where I just, yep, give me another thirty-five year old, and when he turns thirty-eight, give me the next thirty-five year old. It's a savvy move <laughs> in Dynasty. Like if you if you don't mind older players that have two years, you can live in a competitive cycle of these two-year windows of players. Like and all you're doing is go up like second-round picks, third-round picks, first for like a package of something. You know, like an old player, Travis Kelsey last year. Yeah, you know. some of those lines like. Again, I have teams that are contenders. I keep going draft kit. Like I'm living in this window of like age and getting the youth where I can. But sure. like, it's a way to play dynasty. You yes. know, like you could you could constantly compete if you don't want your draft picks and you strategically stay in that like moves like that. Hey, I'll give you Devontae Adams for this, and I'm just going to tear down this a little bit, but gain like two more years. Yeah, and then because when you're playing that level, like every year it does count. Like you're you're really it's like you're playing Jenga, right? Yeah, but you're just really good at it. <laughs> Like you're, you do look really good at it with you're all like, those yeah. finger motions. Yeah, you're, like this, you're like, oh, Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper. Magic trick. Got it. All right, 50 cent. All right, well, that's it for this show. We'll be back next week talking more Dynasty Fantasy Football as we inch closer to the NFL combine. Not even next week. Tomorrow. Next tomorrow. episode. They, oh, get, yeah. they get another episode. I've been sick all week. I'm a little fuzzy in the brain. <laughs> but we'll be back tomorrow. Talking more. What do we do? Oh, we're doing game show tomorrow. We brought back the games. So the game show has always been done throughout the year up to football season. We do probably 10 of them like throughout the year. We do a lot. We do a lot. Dude, Likelometer is a thing. Oh, it's back. It's always been for the Nerder show. So tune in tomorrow for your first experience of our game show shows that we usually did for the Nerder shows that we took away from them to give to you. That's right. You're welcome. (laughs) Adios. I don't know what you want to say.